0: Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'm going to switch gears here. That is, I'm going to talk to you about the sales and the sales process to be more precise. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that I share a lot of marketing, whether it's online or offline marketing strategies with you. What we're going to do today is I'm going to share with you some practical online marketing strategies that have proven to work, and we're going to embed these online marketing strategies into your sales process so that you can close more deals and get better results because ultimately it all comes down to sales. You can do the right thing when it comes to marketing and branding. That is, you can create valuable content for the relevant audience. You can onboard leads via Facebook ads, for example, and build relationships on LinkedIn. But if you can generate sales, you're in trouble and you basically don't have a business, just have a hobby, right? So we're going to talk about the sales process and how you can embed these online marketing strategies uh, to get more out of it and close more deals. If you're tuning in for the very first time, please be aware of the fact that this is the audio version that goes hand in hand with the blog post that I write on my website at strengthinbusiness.com forward slash blog. And if you search for how to ingeniously embed online marketing strategies into your sales process, you'll be able to have to access the written format. Okay, so here we go, let's get started. And let's start with the basic question, and that is, what is a sales process? Now, you see, a sales process is a framework that encompasses a systematic, repeatable series of steps that helps you convert a prospect into a customer's. Now, if you look it up, so if you look up sales process on the internet, you will find all kinds of sales processes ranging from um, traditional to more unconventional ones. Some of them are very rigid, whereas others focus entirely on what it is that the vendor, aka seller, wants. However, they are completely disregarding the oh important ingredient that comes with customer expectations and preferences. It's stunning to me to see how many small business owners remain reluctant to embedding clever pull strategies into their sales process while pouring all their time, energy, and resources into either selling the unsellable or trying to convince somebody who is never going to buy from you or from them as long as they live. You see, if you have a rigid sales process, it's about time to change it. Let it breathe. Feel free to remove steps and jump across funnels. Use the framework, but don't let it dominate your interaction with your future customer. We are unique beings and therefore you should always be on the lookout for exquisite and special sales ingredients that will give you that cutting edge, help you differentiate yourself from other salespeople and close the deal while allowing your customers to buy from you without having the feeling of being sold to. It is so important, especially today, as um, a lot of people see themselves as uh, numbers and are treated by uh, some companies uh, as numbers. So don't uh, do the same mistake. So today I'm going to share with you three practical online marketing strategies that you can add to your sales process to help you increase cash flow and ultimately grow your business. Strategy, online marketing strategy number one, use text messages to boost lead generation results. So what do I mean by that? Life events, for example, are phenomenal. You have a room full of like-minded people. And if you did your due diligence, then you're speaking to a highly relevant audience, which I suggest you do. Okay, so you have that full room of like-minded people who have decided to give you their most precious gifts, which is time and attention. So why not maximize the outcomes of this event by seamlessly including a marketing vehicle into the sales process? Now, here's what I'm suggesting. While you're on stage, ask the audience to send a text message to you with a simple code saying bonus. Don't make it complicated. Stick to something simple. So bonus and in return, provide them with something exclusive and of great value. Okay, exclusive and of great value. People love instant gratification and on top of that, they love to receive something for free that is valuable and can only be attained at a particular event or time. So uh, make sure this is exclusive and you're offering this deal only at that particular event. You don't have it somewhere on your website because you'll lose credibility. So stick to that. Now, the question is, what are you going to do with those phone numbers that that you gathered? Do you have an autoresponder sequence for texting in place? Will your sales team call them up to ask if they have questions regarding the event? And here's my suggestion again, you better have a plan and a conversion system in place. Remember, this is your audience and they've just texted you. Right now, for those of you who love to interact on Facebook, you can use Messenger. So Facebook Messenger, uh, instead of texting, and you can create a chat bot that uh, takes over the first part of the conversation. You can do that with the chat bot. And as soon as you're in that conversation, you can uh, take over one on one. Either you do it or your sales reps do it, whatever feels best uh, for you. But that would be my strategy number one. And I gave you an example that is how you can embed this strategy, that is use text messages to boost lead generation uh, results. You can do that while uh, having a live event. Second, run exclusive live Q&A webinars. There's nothing more appealing to prospects than you taking their concerns, their doubts, their fears seriously and providing answers to the questions they've got. One of the best ways to tackle this issue is by inviting a limited number of relevant prospects onto a live webinar and answering their questions on the spot. Oftentimes, they will have similar queries that's allowing you to go deeper into the topic and explain in detail what the pros and cons are. After you answered all the questions, ask who would like to proceed and eventually have a short one-on-one with those who took you up on the offer to ensure no questions remained unanswered, thus minimizing buyer's remorse. I'll give you an example. I do something very similar with my Strength in Business Academy members. The only difference lies in the fact that they are already my customers, right? So what I'm suggesting for you is use this at the top of the funnel. However, you can also use it at the bottom of your funnel. This is what I do with the Academy. And um, I do uh, monthly Q&As. I do them in English and in German. And I have my members on the call and I'm answering their questions right there. They can also share a screen uh, with me and we can go inside uh, the problem. We can uh, see what needs to be changed and I'll give them uh, advice right there on the spot. On top of that, every quarter I conduct a live interview with a guest expert. So I, I bring a guest expert basically to the academy. Now, before I do the call, I ask all my members to provide me with questions for my upcoming guest This makes the interviews not only engaging, but also very interesting and highly relevant. Now, obviously you can do something similar with your existing clients and customers to keep them engaged and also increase a lifetime value. However, in this particular case, I suggest you start with a Q&A, with a Q&A live webinar, somewhere at the top of your sales funnel and use this valuable marketing instrument to convert more efficiently. Okay, So that was online marketing strategy number two. Run exclusive live Q&A webinars and do them at the top of your funnel. Strategy number three. Use social media to build long-term relationships. Now, a lot of you will go, whoa, wait a second. Social media and long-term relationships, how's, how, how how does that go together? This third strategy is definitely not intended to close a deal immediately. Unless, of course, you have already quote-unquote courted that person on LinkedIn Twitter, or what other social media uh, you prefer, and he or she agrees to make a transaction with you and become your client. I'm not suggesting you reach out on LinkedIn like a lot of people do and pitch your products or services uh, upon the first interaction. That's the worst thing that you can do. Social platforms are fantastic places to find and connect with like-minded people who share the same interests, hobbies, and challenges. However, oftentimes, these very same channels get misused by individuals who want to close you on the very first interaction. And that's not a smart move. Unlike most of my professional and business compatriots, when it comes to reaching out to fellow business owners or CEOs, I prefer Twitter over LinkedIn. I like the nature of retweeting interesting statements, giving some quick love to short videos that are posted, and directly messaging, so DMing, those who put out high quality content. I love that so and and Twitter is my preferred uh, channel when it comes to reaching out to uh, business people therefore I suggest you sit down with your sales team and discuss who is going to use which social channels to build meaningful relationships now some will deviate towards LinkedIn and Facebook groups uh, whereas others will focus on onboarding Millennials for example if you're targeting Millennials and they will prefer Snapchat or Instagram which is perfectly fine and yes some of your team members including you will from time to time have the opportunity to close a deal faster maybe just after a couple of clever interactions I did that on Twitter and if I can do it you can certainly do it as well but again be smart um, so let me do a quick recap of these three online marketing strategies before we close it up. So first one, use text messages to boost lead generation results. If you're into Facebook Messenger, use a simple chat bot to start the conversation and then take over. Second, the strategy, run exclusive live Q&A webinars. I suggest you do that at the top of your sales funnel. Obviously, you can also do it with your customers. Um, Nothing against that. Number three, use social media to build long-term relationships. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and pick the social channel that best resonates with you, that you prefer, because uh, it will make things a lot more easier uh, for you. Be smart about it, uh, build long-term relationships, uh, share high-quality content, and DM the person um, by asking them how you could help them out. And I'd like to uh, close this show, um, today's episode, with the following uh, statement. Please give your sales process time to breathe and mature. It's not like setting up a framework and everything will work just fine. That's, that's not how it works. And today, more than ever, we are bombarded with tools, with frameworks, with guidelines, left, right, and center. Therefore, the last thing you want is to bury your sales team into a difficult and sophisticated process that requires a PhD to understand and implement let your sales process breathe. Have a proven framework, include actionable steps, but ultimately let your trusted sales team deploy intuition, experience, and knowledge to provide a magical experience to every single customer that decides to join your community. Learn from the best in the world. Learn from the best in the, this space. And um, one of the examples uh, that I, one of the companies that I learn a lot from both in terms of marketing and sales is Walt Disney. Right. Uh, Walt Disney left such a legacy and you can learn so much uh, from everything that they're doing in their amazing uh, parks. Again, tweak, mold, adjust and use your uniqueness to give your sales approach that special touch prospects and customers have long been looking for to experience. The last thing you want is your customer coming through the door and telling you, well, you treated them like a number. That's not what you want to hear. Now, over to you. Why do you prefer, in case you do so, why do you prefer a traditional over a modern sales process or vice versa? How can you harness the power of both models to increase your revenues and grow your business? Send me a tweet at Chris Rock. You see, I'm sending you to Twitter again. So send me a tweet at Chris Rock and let me know why you prefer one sales approach over the other. And also feel free to DM me if you have any questions regarding your sales process. I look forward to answering um, these. Now, as always, I'd like to end this session and leave you with a quote. Uh, This time I picked uh, a quote by Harvey McKay. He is a businessman, author, and syndicated columnist with Universal u Maybe you've read some of his uh, New York Times bestselling books, a lot of them sales books. Three of them have uh, been a number one bestsellers. He is also a member of the National Speakers Association Council of Peers Award for Excellence Hall of Fame. So, um, yeah, he has quite a record. And I'd like to share something that he said that um, I strongly resonate with. It goes like this. You don't need a big close, as many sales reps believe. You risk losing your customer when you save all the good stuff for the end. Keeps the customer actively involved throughout your presentation and watch your results improve. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing and remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K.